The Lord is good. All right, quickly, let's um, get into our school of prayer again today. Uh, let's get ready. Let's declare the word of God as we start our teaching today again. As we begin to study the word of God, this is our declaration. If you are ready, say amen. amen. All right, one, two, go. Now I declare that the Lord has given me the spirit of wisdom. And I am being filled with the knowledge of his will and all spiritual wisdom and understanding. As a result of this, I am walking in a manner worthy of the Lord. I am pleasing him in all respects. I am bearing fruit in every good work and I am increasing in the knowledge of God. Now again I incline my ear to his word. The word is entering my heart. It is giving me light and direction. It is healing me in every area. And it is making me more and more like the Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus. All right. The Lord is good. I said the Lord is good. Anytime we are declaring that, let's mean every word of it. Do you understand? It's not just a chant. It's supposed to be something. It's a prayer. It's our opening prayer. It's because we have prayed. We believe that the Lord has answered us. The Lord has heard our, our request and he has granted them. And that's why we declare these things. Let's take it one more time. Now I declare... That the Lord has given me the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. And I'm being filled with the knowledge of His will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. As a result of this, I am walking in a manner worthy of the Lord. I am pleasing in all respects. I am bearing fruit in every good work. And I am increasing in the knowledge of God. Now again, I incline my ear to His word. The word is entering my heart. It is giving me light and direction. It is healing me in every area. And it is making me more and more like the Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus. All right, the Lord is good. I said the Lord is good. Please, let's take our seats and quickly continue teaching the word of God. Now, I have two things um, to share with us this evening. The first one is just a word of correction. I just want to help the people of God and then to encourage us in how to pray for our country, our nation, Nigeria. If you are not a Nigerian and you are listening to this, we apologize. But, <laughs> you know, like, you know, you'll be my witnesses first in Jerusalem. This is not my Jerusalem. Uh-huh. So that's where we start from. But, of course, you can apply the same principle to different um, countries, depending on the one that your heart is knitted with. I just want to bring out a number of things for us to understand when we are praying for our country so, as, so that we do not sleep and make the mistake that everybody is making. This is the way life is. Life is a battle. Now, before I go on, remember I said there are two things, right? This is one. Two is our regular prayer that we have been on, the prayer teachings that we have been on for some time. We'll continue with number three today, all right? So, let's just take those two things. First, what I want to say now, before we now go back to the main thing. Now, life is what? A battle. In fact, let me now put it like, let me change it. Life is not a battle, it's war. In a war, there are many battles. Do you understand? Yes, what a war is, a war is a major conflict, and then there are many battles. If you, I don't know much about uh, the uh, history of warfare in the world, but at least uh, because of my learning and reading and all of that, occasionally I hear people talk about the Second World War. There are a number of battles that were fought during the Second World War. Many of the battles the Germans won. 
many of the battles the Allied forces won. Do you understand? But ultimately, the Allied forces won the war. That is just the way it is, all right? For example, you hear a direct prince in his, um, where I heard him talk much about it, was in um, aggressive prayer. He will tell you about the battle of El Alamein. That was one they fought in Northern Africa. You hear of D-Day landing. The Normandy, you know, those are battles in the war. Now, that was towards the end of the war. So these are different battles that you fight in a war. The, ultimately, you want to win the war. So in our life also, there are different battles where we are going to fight. Now, what I'm saying so is that even if you are making progress, overall speaking, in life, in the country, in everything, occasionally new battles will arise, and you have to be careful that you don't lose all these battles. They are little things. These little things, they are battles in themselves, so you have to fight them. You'll see where I'm going in a moment. Now, before I say further about that, I want to just give you another principle that we must never forget especially when you are making intercession for people. If you notice something Paul always said, Paul will tell you that when I heard of your faith and your love, I began to pray for you. Now, that thing struck me. I said, wait, 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 wait. Let's read it. I think it will be good. Let's just take one of them. I don't have anyone in mind, but let's um, get down to... Okay, let me just take the one I know very well, okay? The book of Ephesians chapter 1. Let's just take that one. I know that one very well. I just want to bring out a principle there. In Ephesians chapter 1, you see Paul was writing to the church in, um, in Ephesus. He said that, um, I want to just bring out, it's around verse 7, 16, he began to pray. Yes, from verse 15. He said, for this reason I too, having heard of the faith in the Lord Jesus which exists among you, and your love for all the saints... Do not cease giving thanks for you while making mention of you in my prayers that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. I pray that the eyes of your heart to be enlightened and all of that. I don't want to read everything now. I just wanted to bring out a particular point there. You'll see what I'm saying in a moment to show you what, how Paul's prayers were ignited. And we have to learn from that so as to ignite prayer based on the things that we see. Now, let me just see. I want to just bring quickly, let me just see whether I can get another one, just to add to the one we have read. Yes. Now, Paul said in uh, Colossians chapter 1, verse 3, he said, We give thanks to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying for you, praying always for you. Now, this is verse 4. Since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and the love which you have for all the saints because of the hope laid up in heaven of which you previously heard in the word of truth, the gospel which has come to you just as, just as in all the world. Also, it is constantly bearing fruit and increasing. Now, let me just stop here. I've made my point. I've read the things I want to bring out. You see something here. Paul was encouraged to pray when he had some positive news. Listen. Positive news is supposed to encourage you to pray. Now, you see what I'm saying. Now, you hear positive news that ahead of your faith, ahead of the love that's amongst you, now I began to pray for you. Sometimes I begin to suspect that if they were not showing any positive thing, maybe the man just said, let me not waste my time because it's not every prayer that's going to work. I'm, I'm wondering. I'm not saying that's what happened. I'm just imagining it. 
But you see one thing for sure. The man will begin to pray for people when he hears some positive news. You say, what are you talking about? You see, you know, I said, first I want to talk about our country. I will pray. Life is a battle. Uh, it's a war. And we have several battles. Now, there's something that's going on in the country now. If you read my book, um, By Faith, Acquire Life, I explained about echoes of accusation. A lot of our battles, we fight them before the judgment throne of God. It's a battle of words. We keep on saying things. We are accusing. We are defending. You take a country like ours, a country like this, our nation, that's the same thing that is happening. And I want to say something to you. God depends. Now, when I use the word depend, I mean it like that. God depends on you and me to say the right things, to utter the right prayers, to bring forth the right spiritual influence if good things are going to happen. You must never, listen to this, you must never, never, ever, you must never, ever as a Christian, join the camp of accusers. Who are accusers? These are accusers in the nations, in, in the matter of a nation. As soon as our new head of state took office, all right, now, I'm not, you see, I understand scriptures. I'm not trying to defend anybody, but I understand spiritual things. I believe very strongly he was appointed by God. As soon as he entered office, the first thing he started hearing, this is the change you voted for. Those are voices of accusation. I want you to understand it. They are not innocent words. Christians never join. Never join. They sit down there and keep on bringing what is wrong. His children are abroad. This one happened. What's the last one they said he did now? Um, how many foreign trips he has taken. You sit down and tell us every negative thing about, about him. You are behaving like the devil. You are in Satan's camp. Let me say the way it is. That is what happens in the camp of Satan. They bring out every negative thing, and those are the things that are called accusations. You are not innocent. You are not running commentary. You are killing the man. You are killing the country. You are saying to God, this country must fail. This government must fail. That's what you are saying. I want you to know. When you open your mouth and say, this is the change you voted for, you are in Satan's camp. You are not commenting. You are ruining the nation. Let's get it clear. These words are not innocent words. What you are saying, you are an accuser of the brethren. You are an accuser of the government. You are an accuser of the head of state. You are an accuser of federal government. You are an accuser of the economy. You are an accuser of that which is good. Get it clear. The countrymen in Nigeria want to die to go to. This man is more godly than their president. With all the preaching many people have heard, offer the American visa, say, just kill your father. They will kill the man. And say, what is this? For the future of his grandchildren. <laughs> After all, he's old. Not kidding about that. Let's get these things clear. Please, what is my message? Don't be an accuser. Are you getting my point? If you see anything you don't like, you pray about it. Sometimes brethren talk, I'm disappointed when Christians talk. The other day I was discussing my brethren, I was so angry. Because somebody posted what this man said, Ben Murray Bruce, encouraging Nigerians to go for made Nigerian things so as to reduce the demand on the dollar. It's common sense. You know, human beings are funny. I don't know why we behave sometimes as if we think, we think with our spinal cord. Because, yes, it's true. Because the next thing I was hearing was, uh, uh, why does he show foreign films in, uh, in Silver Best Cinema? And they say he bought innocent cars for his staff. He, is he driving them? The fact that the man is driving one. But that's even irrelevant. Let's even assume he's driving a Lamborghini. Let's even assume he's driving a Ferrari. All right? 
But the point that the, the issue that the point the man made, can't you see it? Must is it that the only person that can talk must be a perfect saint? After all, if we're to go like that, I won't listen to Peter. The Peter in the Bible. Because I can give you a number of instances in which the guy would prove to be unreliable. He proved to be a hypocrite. First of all, remember what happened. They, in front of his Lord Jesus. He said, I will never deny you. Behind him, he denied him three times. He saw Gentiles. As far as Peter was concerned, you, you listen to me. You are inferior human beings. When God said, go and preach to them, he said, they are unclean. I don't try such things. God had to talk, talk to him. Then finally, one day, he accepted Gentiles as Christians. He was eating with them. The people from Jerusalem showed up. Peter suddenly lost appetite. <laughs> Peter, Peter lost appetite. Paul was so angry. Paul stood up to him and said, shame on you, Peter. Shame on you. If I may use my own words. So if we're looking for perfect people, I wouldn't listen to, Paul, uh, to Peter. I won't listen to him right. Let's be careful. Oh, many of us are working for Satan. Go and read the book, Final Quest. You see many Christians are working for Satan. They come to church and work for Satan. I've seen many pastors working for Satan. And all these divisive things, they forward up and down. So please, be awake. Christians should be careful. That's why God, God wants to help. He said, who, who am I helping? I, you know, one thing I thank God for is that it doesn't depend on everybody. It depends on the remnant. That's one thing I just thank him for. Otherwise, the way Christians talk, if I were God, I, I won't answer them. Let them pray. I'll be watching them starve to death. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, because of the way they talk, the way Christians talk. You must be one that's patient. The Bible says that love is patient. Patience is a, is a sign of, is a fruit of the Spirit. It's part of that fruit of the Spirit, patience. What does that mean? You are patient towards people. You are patient towards situations. Bear that in mind. Because Christians often forget. You get carried away after watching too much Manchester United, your brain doesn't work again a lot of times. It's true. You join, you join people who have taken two bottles. Because once you take two bottles of alcohol, your, your mouth becomes free. You start talking. Analyzing the economy. The people that don't know anything start analyzing the economy. You know, some of you Christians talking, they just look at it. <laughs> One day, I, I, I was coming from Port Harcourt. <laughs> So, of course, it was first casted. The driver, there was only young lady that they were talking. I didn't answer them. Before, I was just with the driver, to, you know, trying to just, we were just chatting in the car. But when they got to the matter of fuel, and they said, eh, this is the change they voted for, I just shut my mouth. I was looking at that small girl that you, that's in a hurry to get to, maybe second year student. I think she, had, she said she was in year two or year three, in one university. You are talking. If I answer you, I'm the one that's a fool, not you. <laughs> What do you know? One day, one of my students entered my office. That day, I walked him out. I told him, get out from here. He came to ask me a favor. Because of that, he didn't do that favor for him. He said, Nigeria cannot have uninterrupted power supply. I looked at him. I said, my friend, get up and get out. I thought I was joking. I said, walk out of my office. Brother, student, what do you know? How can you argue in my presence? You think I'm one of your hostel mates? 
know nothing. You know little bit. You be telling me this was exactly I was quoting for the last time that Hakim Belo Osage. He said the greatest regret in his business life was when he refused to bid to win a GSM license in Nigeria because the analysts told him it was not worth more than two hundred and sixty-five million dollars. They gave it out at two eighty-five million dollars. He said the fair value from experience is eight hundred million dollars. He said now we know. He said but the statistics told us that it was not right. To pay more than 265 and he did refuse to pay why they said we couldn't get more than 20 million subscribers now we are on record active subscribers in nigeria almost 18 million and see who don't who, who don't know anything we're talking we're joining them and then god caps your destiny you don't know why look let's be believe christians christianity is not that you came to church came for bible study christianity is that your life reflects the character of God. Let me put it like that. One thing you must not do, otherwise God will give you toothache, is to criticize the government. What you are supposed to do is pray. Many, many Christians are going to have sore throat. So that God will just shut their mouth. Say too much talk. You know when you talk and you want to spoil things, you know what God, God sends men, you think if it's a pastor, why do you say bad things? Read your Bible. There's nothing I'm saying that's not there. Go and ask the father of John the Baptist what happened to him. Zachariah, is that not his name? They said your wife will have a child. Say, this angel, which, which part of heaven did you come from? The angel said, me? He said, apparently you don't know this family. They sent you somewhere. You missed the road. <laughs> what? Gabriel looked at it. You're talking to me? So that your mouth won't spoil things for that. Zoom. So you don't want to believe. I'll give you a sign. He closed the man's mouth. For the next six months. Is it six? Is it for the next, I don't know. Okay, nine months. It was at the beginning. For the next nine months, the man could not talk. I can imagine the angel will come to his house in the evening. Sit down. And I say, huh? You can't report. <laughs> <laughs> the angel will be terrorizing him. Because when you can't talk, what are you going to say? <laughs> Why? Because he wanted to use his mouth to undo that which God was doing. His wife had believed. Does her husband believe now? So God just looked and said, okay, all right, all right, all right. Sort roots in the family. Boom, everybody zoom. Anyhow, I just said in the morning, what is all this criticism? Say, president is traveling, to abroad. He's traveling abroad. Do you know what he's doing there? You have no idea. Please, I hope you are getting my point. It's so cr- crucial, that's the point I'm making, that we Christians remain Christians. We behave like Christians. We don't behave like unbelievers. Christians believe. That's why they are called believers. Christians are not those who go to church. They are those who believe. That is the point I'm making. Believe that this country is, go- is getting better. Somebody say Amen. amen. Believe that good things are flowing towards you in this land. Give me an amen. Amen. Believe that the roads are getting safer. Amen. Believe that justice is getting easier. Amen. Believe that power is getting constant. Amen. Believe that fuel is going to be regularly available. Amen. Believe that Dangote's refinery will work next year. Amen. Even if you sin, you can't die now. I pray for him that his death will not come. (laughs) 
No, Jesus prayed for, prayed for Peter that his faith will not fail. A different kind of prayer you pray for people. I pray that is serious prayer. Listen, no. today I thought about it. He said, salt of the earth. Light of the world. I told the Lord, I said, I am sure. I am a salt of the earth, like Jesus said. And that was why. Now, this may sound pompous or arrogant, but it's true. If you are saying the truth under God, I will try not to be pompous. I don't know whether I can say it humbly or not, but what I told you is, I'm about to tell you the truth. You know why God sent me to Enugu? Yes, I'm telling you the truth. So that this land can be preserved. Yes. And I say, only you. Well, that's your problem if you don't believe it. <laughs> what he did, maybe he sent other people, but I know me. And what he said is, Banky, go and, take, go and do whatever is required. Take whatever hardship there is. But go and raise for me people that think right. Yes. I was studying the book of Jeremiah. We'll get, to that, get down to it later. I find out that when people repent and they love God, he said, he said say to Israel, only acknowledge your iniquity. If you do that, I will give you pastors after my heart who will feed you with knowledge and with understanding. That when God wants to bless people, after they have repented, the first thing he does is to send them somebody to teach them this is the right way to walk. This is the right way to think. Why? Because people are satiated, the Bible says, with the fruit of their ways. So when they repent, because you know, the ways must change. Repentance alone won't cut it. That is the heart. But the ways must change. So what's the first thing I do? I send them pastors after my heart. That's why if you're a preacher, God didn't send you to go and make money or build a large church. God sent you to go and teach people what is right to do, how to think, how to behave, how to walk in a manner that is worthy of him so that he can bless them properly. What am I going to say? It's my job I'm doing. But more importantly, that this is the fruit of it. That you listening to me must think right so that God can bless the land. You must not join the unbelieving people. Like I told at the beginning, it's war. It's fight. Win every one of it. What is the big deal about just thinking right? You know, this is when I see the kind of attacks against the head of state. These people are just evil. And it upsets me when Christians join. So the man traveled abroad, so what? Do you know what his job entails? You want jobless, uh, I mean, ignorant journalists to run your life? Even they tell you you believe, they say he's been to 50 countries. You, you make it look as if the 50 countries takes 500 days. These are one-day trips. You think he queues at the airport and wait for a visa? Many of those trips, the man is gone on Sunday evening, Tuesday is back in Abuja. He said, what is he looking for? That's the question you should be asking. Stop criticizing. Just ask. If you don't know, shut up. Don't be in the devil's camp. That's all I am saying. God has not given you the job to criticize. It's not your job. You're not a prophet to the federal government. Your duty is to pray. And then for goodness sake, when you see little things happening, I mean, when in Nigeria... Think about it. When it's not cool plotting, when in this country did you hear that a chief of defense staff is put in detention in a prison? Think about it. 
time you hear of it is when they plot plan coups. But for goodness sake, this time around, they take a chief of defense and put the man. Say, cool your heel there. You will return that money. You may not like it, but for me, it's a sign that justice is growing small, small. At least, look, for goodness sake, you don't understand what happened in the last, uh, the, the last few years. Men just sit down and share money. Somebody at least once is saying it's not right. Then Satan will start again. Why did not arrest the other man? I'll tell you, because this one is easier to arrest. <laughs> I like one, one of my brothers one day was passing it on the road. He took it one way. Policeman jumped in front of his car. Stop. Ah. Was, the other side was bad. So he pointed to the policeman that, listen, why are you stopping me? I didn't know many other vehicles. The policeman told him one word of God. He said, Oga, no be every animal for bush, now hunter they catch. <laughs> for those who don't understand our Nigerian English, let's say it properly. The policeman told him simply, the hunter in the bush does not catch every animal. He picks one. I have picked you. I made a joke of my brother, they were chatting about it. I took a picture of his car and posted it to everybody. I said, look at the fine car. If you are, a poli- if you are the hunter, you know who catch this one. <laughs> Bro was using the latest model Kia Optima. Brand new. It didn't just release. Fresh from the factory. Uh-uh. Even I won't buy a uniform. Stop yourself. <laughs> I mean, do you know me so funny? If you see the kind of arguments I hear some people, they say, uh, when they say, oh, Lisa, I made two tall uh, evidence. He said, nobody told him that it's their word against his own. Is it not the word of the policeman against that of the armed robber also? The kidnapper and the policeman, it's not the word of one man against the other. I did not kidnap, you did. I mean, is, do you understand what What makes this man different? People will just sit down on those trivial things. They, they are telling a man, give us our 400 million naira back. Then you sit down and have a complaint that there's no money. Then they arrest the man who has the money. You say, why are they arresting him? Why should he be in Black Maria? If I see analysis, I don't want to even bore you. I tell people be analyzing for me. I say, you don't understand. He say, you don't know what's going on. I don't care what is going on. I'm creating the new wave by my prayer, by my declaration of words. I will not join the camp of the accusers who only amplify that which is negative. I told you, before you criticize Nigeria, be careful. He said, fuel is not given. If you know the reason why fuel is not flowing easily, you'll be surprised. I don't know it. I'm not claiming to know it. But you'll be surprised. There are people who thrive on things not working well. They are still there. You should be fighting those people with your prayer. I told you, our former minister for power, he said that this was a man who, when they were confirming him as a minister, he said he would cast out demons. From the power sector. He went in there. I, I, I know the people like him. They cast out demons with prayer and everything. What he just found out later was that <laughs> the Wahala of Nigeria no be demon. Now human beings. <laughs> After I finished casting out all the demons, the, the human beings are now looking at me and say, cast us out now. <laughs> Look, Professor Nebo did everything to make sure you had uh, uh, what the constant power. At the end of the day, just before they left office, he man confessed, say this country, oh, that there are principalities that just thrive on making sure things don't work. Unfortunately, they are not politicians. 
You don't even know who they are. They are all kinds of people. And they are still out there. These are people you need to be praying against so that God will hang one, shoot one, drown one, kill one. Yes, that's the kind of prayer, you know. Everybody that says progress will not come, God retard him personally. So if you are attacking, joining to attack the people they are attacking. So that they are ahead. Now, let me quickly use this one to, to add to the second part of the first thing I'm saying. That you know why we read the other one. When you hear of small good things happening, it stimulates you to pray. Paul hears of their faith, he starts praying. They announced a few days ago that they are breaking up NMPC. So people have sat down and say, why should they do that? You don't need to do that. Say, Lord, if this is a good decision, let it stand. He said that gone will be the days of group executive director. That they don't want to hear it again. They give you. They broke into three realms: upstream, up, upstream, middle stream, and downstream, and then refining. They broke into like different levels, like three or four. And said, okay, each one will be a company. Go and make profit. Go and do business. Compete with the private people. When you see things like that, it makes you pray. Is a, what's his name? Is it Amos Bade or Alex Bade? What's his name? Whether he's innocent or guilty, I don't know. The judge says, sorry. Your application for bill was filed before the case was filed. Therefore, the application is null and void and no effect because there was no case. So go back and come and file it at the end of the week. All of it just to keep, keep a boy in jail. <laughs> when he got to prison, he saw this and went, ah, they hug each other. But why won't they hug each other? <laughs> One day my wife and I were going on the road. My wife said, this bill yourself. My wife went to school. Oh, in case you don't know, she's an accountant by training. She has an MBA. Yeah, she does. She went to school, so, but yet my wife looked and said, wait, this two billion yourself, how much is it? <laughs> I said, let me explain. At that time, things are more expensive now, things are slightly cheaper. I live in a good part of town. Currently, 1,000 square meters of land in my area is over, is at least 35 million naira. I said, you see that money? We buy all our streets. They go, count change, give you. <laughs> my wife, you look, see, nine boys just share like this. Bishop was telling me the other day, I won't mention the name, but you know who I'm talking about. Bishop described the size of house the man had in his village. Massive structure. Massive mansion. Big Abby. How did he get as a politician? That's not the gist. The gist was that he came home, looked at it, and told him to pull it down. Knocked it down to zero. Cleared away the debris and started again. That's why nobody didn't work for money that they are spending. It's obvious. You don't, they don't work for it. Somebody at least is asking them, give us this money back. And people are sitting down. Eh, why is it not? Why did he not catch Jonathan? He can't catch Jonathan. Jonathan is going all over the world. <laughs> UN ambassador. <laughs> Supervising democracies elsewhere. Those of you who are sharing money in this government, you guys better go to prison. <laughs> Give Buhari's money back home. 
another deal. <laughs> they ain't gonna catch him in a million years. Trust me. Oh, <laughs> you are. You guys, you know what's going on. The Lord is good. <laughs> so don't even don't, leave them. They know what they are doing. But please, there are evil forces that don't want things to work. And I'm asking you, don't join them. If you don't understand what is going on, keep quiet. If you must talk, give thanks, and ask God to please make things better. Today I was, these are Christians are supposed to pray. Today I was meditating. As I was driving to work, there's this road safety checkpoint that's on my way to the office. So I have my trick I use for them. I don't have their time to be stopping and ask whether I have fire gushi gusha. Because... Yeah, because I feel it doesn't make sense, all right? I drive a nice car, no lights, broken, nothing. I always wear my seatbelt. Then you stop me to find out what I have inside. I always tell them that it's your father's car. Say, for your safety, I say, safety? Do I look like a man that quenches fire? That if a car starts catching fire, I dive to the other side. That's what I always tell them. I say, do I look like a person with a quench fire? They check my fire exhibition. So anytime I'm approaching, if I see them, they just slow down. Wait for a truck to overtake me. <laughs> Once the truck overtake, I hope they for bumper to bumper. <laughs> no, there's a reason why I'm saying this. So today I was just in the office, I was just thinking. I said, God, I'm, look, I'm a doctor. I know this. I know the statistics. Number one reason why. Now, my wife and I were discussing it. Was it um, earlier in the day? Was it yesterday or anyway? I said, okay, you know, the, the, a big man in Nigeria died. Minister of State for Labor. And he died mostly, they say maybe he wasn't wearing a seatbelt. You know, the car had a bus tire. It flipped. I'm sure you've got you know, all this thing, or what to do if your tire bust, even if you're not driving. <laughs> Most of the time, you're not the one driving. What will you do with your tire bust? Are you the driver? But somebody sent one and said, please, go and buy. One of my colleagues sent it today. That one of the major problems is that who is gauging your tires? That gauge it yourself. That these boys on the road, they don't know anything. They put any pressure. Until they started pumping my tire, I used to use something that's significantly higher than normal. Was the first time Udechuku took my car to CVMS, brought it back, said, this tire is low. He said, that's the correct gauge. I said, okay, sir. And I've been driving it there, I don't get complaint. But those guys don't care. They just say, put it, just say, I've seen them. No, make them 45. So you hit one gallop, boom, the thing's going to bust, you know? <laughs> Well, discussing all of those things. So somebody just said that, look, get by a, a gauge yourself and make sure you gauge your tire. That's what um, Oyinbo people do. You go to Europe, and before they start the journey, they check. In fact, the, the, the car manual tells you what to use if you are going on a highway and what to use if you are in town. They, they, it, it varies, you know? Anyway, but what I'm going to say is that, from my own experience, most of the problems we have in Nigeria, people say the accident is because of bad roads. It's not true. Accident in Nigeria is not because of bad road. It's called bad drivers and overspeeding. That's the reason. If roads are bad, you're supposed to slow down. Now, with all the good roads in the United States, speed limit is 60 miles an hour if you're on the highway, which is about 90 kilometers. Pass it, policeman will stop you. And if, you, if you've seen their roads, you will know what they call road. I'm not talking about European roads, I'm talking about American roads. Especially when you get towards the, the west coast of the US, you know, Texas, all those areas where their land is big. They use concrete roads, not one pothole, not a strand, not one piece of paper on the road. 
Yes, with all of that, policemen are waiting. She said, just go over 100 kilometers per hour. May I see? Just go. That is the policeman. You're not getting any other work than catch people like you. Just there waiting. You know, who knows the man they hide. With his radar beaming. Once you just see, next you just see your mirror. Wow, 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 wow. Red and blue light, they shine. Park. And it greets very nicely. Good afternoon, sir. How are you doing? How's today? Do you realize the speed you were doing? You're like, oh, I wasn't looking. He will show it to you. And he's talking to you very nicely, giving you a ticket. Go and pay $250. What I'm going to say, that is why we have accidents all the time. Not because the road is bad. But because with this bad road, when peace mass pass you like this, film, you go check whether you park. <laughs> Now, you know what I'm saying to you? Today I just sat in my office. I just remembered all of these things. I mean, this man that died, I felt bad. He died, his wife died, his used copper son died. And the picture, the paper I saw, the daughter was there crying. Oh, my heart broke. This girl and her brother just lost their parents in one day and an elder brother. I felt horrible. I felt so bad. If I started thinking, say, why do people speed like this? Because if you are going at 80 kilometers an hour and you have a bus tire, the car will just go, you park. All this one bus tire, car begins, some assault, some sugar, some pepper, it's just because you were over speeding. The other day we were coming from Portacot, from Abba. You know, they, they repaired the road to a large extent on the way to Abba. The car was feeling happy. Carried out my small car. When I look, the guy don't reach 150. Even I smoke, you smoke. <laughs> Make it clear for your eye now. He said, sorry, sir. I didn't know I was going so fast. He said, oh, because the car is not vibrating, so you need the car to vibrate. <laughs> I said, like, take your time. I said, this car has the fathers of like 10 children. There were three in the car. Now, why am I giving you all this gist? This afternoon, I just remember all this is in, in my office. And I bowed my head and I prayed. I said, Father, empower FRSC to start checking our speed. That's our problem. The official speed limit for buses in Nigeria is 90 kilometers an hour. Commercial vehicles and buses. The official speed limit is 90. 100 is for private cars. Why is it that all the lawmakers, when they are driving fast, they are driving fast, and then they break the law? I don't know why, but we can pray. Father God, let it be that every lawmaker, any government official that breaks the speed limit will be disgraced. It's a simple prayer. So they become the example on the road. After all, Fashola was governor in Lagos. He, did never, he didn't used to blow siren. He created BRT lanes. He never used them. So that the day a colonel in the army did not know what was going on, a spirit entered him that day. Felt like a powerful man. He entered BRT lane. He didn't know Fashola was in the queue. He was shunting. I don't know what I get the point. The governor is in traffic. He wasn't blowing siren. No noise. He killed like everybody. One man feel like he's going be a soldier. He entered BRT. Fashola jumped down from his car. Personally arrested him. 
That man, he knew he was in trouble. He was begging. Pastor said, how can you do this? The man begged. Of course, Pastor didn't do anything. But the army saw it. Called the guy and said, so boy, your work for here, don't do. Go home. That's what we are praying for. That those who are in power, God, let them be the examples. Not that even you are going to do it. The last time my mirror fell down is because some legislators came home from Abuja. Key of cars. Wah, 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 wah. So I refused to budge. Everybody did move me. I, I refused to move. Move for where? Where are you going? I'm supposed to be a lawmaker, not the lawbreaker. I was so angry that day. In the process, the mirror jammed my own. No, honestly, listen. When these girls in Lagos were kidnapped, these three girls, people were praying for their, praying for their release. Ah, I was telling my wife, I said, no. I prayed for their release. But I said, God, this is not right now. I said, this one has gone too far. God, please catch them. I was so happy. The king pain was the first person they caught before they even found the girls. The leader of the kid. Ah, when I found her, I said, God of miracle. Now my hand. I was very happy. That's how Christians pray. You don't just look at what is going on. How can thief just go to a school and just kidnap three girls? What is happening in this country? Where was the police? Where was the army? This was near the shore. Where was the navy? Talk, 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 talk. At the end of the day, what? Nothing. Those guys have more problems than you realize. You know, so many people break law in Nigeria. Policemen don't know how to stop them. My friend hired me guy the other day. He went out. Megad, the guard he hired, collected the saw, caught his burglary proof, entered his house, and collected everything. So he told me that he looked what he could do. He had a few guys. He knew that that guy would go to the... His, this guy's from the north. So he knew he'd go to their, their settlement near Artisan there. He said he knew. So he went and had about three guys to go and wait. But now, true to the boy, he came. Imagine, did you selling a laptop for 3,000 naira? If you want to be a thief, I mean, you have small brain. I mean, they say they will laugh for 3,000 naira. He sold this guy's laptop for 3K. Now, what I'm telling you is that he, arrest, he had the guy arrested. Of course, they found where he was. They brought police. Police arrested him. You know, the police woman was begging for the boy. My friend looked at Madam, are you okay? Charge the boy to court. He said, nobody will feed him. He said, it doesn't concern me. That if you don't charge this guy to court, I will, have, I will report to your whole station. But you know, I told you realized that the policemen were they were they didn't know what to do. Because while he's with them, he has to eat. Before they charge this guy to cut, they waited to the woman just said, just leave him. These boys don't mind them. That this police person was supposed. <laughs> the guy told the police woman, say, listen, let me hear that this boy was released. You will know who I am. He had to come to that, making if he was not that kind of person, what is what's he going to do? Because the policemen are not ready to prosecute. Because they, they've weighed the process. Go to court, come back, witnesses. Ah. Now, what am I saying all of this? These are the constraints they also have. So don't listen, it's not that if that woman is being wicked, she's gauged it. Sometimes policemen will actually stop you on the road and tell you, say, Oh boy, please, give us money to buy fuel. They've not done it to you before. That there's no fight to. Please. Ah, okay, how now? I bet one go small patrol. You get money, more buy four. And they're not lying. They're not lying. They're not lying. They need like five of you to gather the money, reach 5,000. They drive into a filling station, put four so they can move around. But when I say all of this, so I won't want to pray. Eh? Our prayer is not just, uh, uh, sorry, we won't want to comment. We should realize that we, are, we shouldn't be accusers. We shouldn't be accusers. I dared Christians at the time 
to adopt a police station near you. Just give them things like paper, donate a computer, just do something. You'll be surprised there's nobody else that will do it. There's so much trouble. Look, that's why you need to pray constantly and don't join yourself to the devil. That's, the, that's all this my preaching. Is that Christians should not join themselves to the devil, accusing the people, saying, What are you doing? What have you done? You're not doing anything to come. I'm not going to do The president travel. He came back. Why did he come back? Why did he stay in Saudi Arabia? Just pray for the man. God give him wisdom. Let him live. He said one thing he wants to do is to fight corruption. God give him wisdom to fight the corruption. You all agree. We all agree that corruption is a problem. And we have been praying. And for me, I see him as a manifestation of an answer to prayer. At least one person is asking questions. At least somebody is asking questions. Nobody is generating any new role of uh, ghost workers now. Because if Buhari catches you, you go to prison. Simple. At least somebody is asking questions. So, like as I read the second one, for that reason, let us pray. I hope you are getting my point. Let us pray and say, God, in the name of Jesus, let more questions be asked. Let corruption be a thing of the past in this country. Let it be that somebody, <coughs> like Tony uh, Bakari said, I don't know how many you watch that thing. It means that in a city, you not catch them. Say your Peking, you know, they do uh, what they call it, washaman. It's not running laundry service. Every day, bringing clothes home. You didn't ask questions. That's what that song means. Today, the guy came with suit. Tomorrow, Agbada. Following day. You know, he's just packing clothes. He didn't ask, oh boy, are you, are you doing laundry service? They accused pastors. Your church member came, came to pay you a tithe of five million. He didn't ask him, so boy, how far? Now, yesterday, you go government now. When did you start paying tithe of five million? You start blessing him. If God not bless you, now fight. It's just... <laughs> the Lord is good. What am I going to say? No, we shouldn't do that. We as believers, we see what is wrong. I'm not saying we should condone what is wrong, but the president travels 50 times. You don't know why he had to. When the passenger came into power, he also traveled plenty. He did. There must be something that making them travel. There must be. There must be. But we don't know. So what do we do? We pray. They want to unbundle NNPC. You read the bad paper. Don't just pass. Say, Father, let it be for good. Let most of this go into private hands so that things can work. Let, let there be power in the country. Lord, we've been praying that thing, and that prayer is working. That prayer is working. If things don't work like we should work the way we think, we pray some more. He said, men ought always to pray and not lose heart. And then when we see something small, like I said, it's encouragement. Alex Bade, I, don't, I have nothing personal against you. You're a handsome man. I saw the guys, you're looking very nice. I have nothing personal, but the fact that the CDS can go to Kuje prisons, it's a good sign. So the current CDS, they will look before. <laughs> it's true. Uh, you, you, you'll, be, you'll be looking. I'm praying as I'm talking now. It will come to pass that if a man steals money, he won't be able to flaunt it. Amen. Not that you enter government, become poli- uh, local government chairman. Next day you build a mansion. And everybody, they come for the opening ceremony. It will happen. 
that people who steal money will have to hide it. Say amen, or it's a prayer. Amen. That justice will be quick in this country. Amen. It will happen that if a man wants to steal, he will hide. This one that people just sit down and just share two billion dollars. It will not happen again. Amen. Like I say all the time, I don't have enough faith to say that nobody will ever steal. Abba. Jesus has not come back yet. I'm just saying, this is what my faith can carry. That stealing will suddenly again be a crime. Are you getting my point? You know what I mean by that? Yes. That is once they find out that, ah, that money was five million, it went into MD's pocket. MD knows he's going home, knows he's going to prison, knows he's refunding the money, knows he's banned permanently for politics forever. Because if you are convicted in Nigeria, you can no longer hold political office. That's what we are just asking for. And it will happen in this country in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. In Nigeria, power will be constant. Amen. In Nigeria, doing business will be easy. Amen. Multiple taxation will be a thing of the past. Amen. The tax structure will be well structured. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. The roads will be good. Amen. Federal road safety or whoever is in charge we monitor speed that we will not be overspeeding recklessly again in the name of Jesus. Amen. People will not die on the road recklessly again in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We pray that commercial buses, they will start with them so that 90 kilometers an hour, it will be enforced in the name of Jesus. Amen. It will be enforced in the name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, we pray for federal road safety and whoever is in charge of such things that they will enforce speed limits in this country in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Lord, people will stop dying recklessly on our roads. Amen. Father God, let it happen that whether it's a senator or whoever, any government official that overspeeds on our roads, it will be a matter of shame for the person in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. That our leaders will become examples of being law-abiding. That is, you know, those days when we were on campus, just, just briefly, boys used to jump fence. Maybe you are going to Hall 2. Like, the main entrance to Hall 2 was here. Then you are going to Hall 3, which is next door. You come out of Hall 2. Instead of coming around to enter, come out and then go to the third one, just look the fence, look the fence. Just tap, 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 boom, on the other side, Boza. What happened? Now, boys. The moment I was appointed as a member of my fellowship ex school, it came to an end. Not the funny thing, if I tell you, you laugh. We did not even used to cross the lawn. Say what? You're a leader. So when they have these concrete um, walkways, we walked on it. Why? You're a leader. Then on campus, you know, boys now, we like to play. We carry our cap, wear it backwards. After we entered fellowship at school, forward, you are a leader. We had to lead by example. Even though we didn't think it was a sin, but it was proper. I'm back to my praying. Father, that will be the situation in Nigeria in the name of Jesus. Amen. That the man who used to overspeed, the moment he becomes a local government chairman, his speed drops to 100 kilometers an hour. Amen. They will say, why? He say, ha, you know now I'm a government official. The one that used to drive recklessly, once he, becomes a le- once he picks up an official car, 
every official car will become an example of being law-abiding. Do that for us, Lord, we ask in this country in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, let our lawmakers not be lawbreakers in any form. In the name of Jesus. They will not steal money. If they steal money, they will lose their seats. They will not even overspeed. In the name of Jesus Christ. This country will become civil, starting from those who lead us. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Our church pastors will not lie with your word. Say amen. Amen. Lord, so you won't have to kill anybody. Shut their mouth so that they will not be able to lie with the scriptures. Any pulpit that is based upon lies, spoil it. Remove it. Sack them. Dissolve them. Judgment, the Bible says, must begin in the house of God. Lord, teach your children, especially the leaders amongst them, how not to receive offerings of iniquity. So that no longer will we say the rogue is generous. That's the word of God. He said no longer will the rogue be called generous. That will be our portion in the body of Christ in Nigeria in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We pray for our head of state. Father, give him wisdom. Amen. There are many opposing forces to progress. Give him wisdom. Amen. For the vice president, give him wisdom. For all the members of the executive council, give them wisdom. For the minister of state for petroleum in charge of breaking NMPC up to all these many fragments, give him wisdom. Let each fragment lobby for the good of the country. Some have advocated privatization. If that's what is good, Lord, move it in in the name of Jesus. And let these things move into the hands of people who are capable. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Lord, we pray for the family of, is it Ocholi? How do you pronounce the name? Ocholi. Lord, I saw that you little girl's face who lost a father and a mother in one day. Lord, you are the father to the fatherless. Console her in Jesus' name. Amen. Console her brother in the name of Jesus. Amen. Console all the siblings in the name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, we ask that you raise up fathers for them in the name of Jesus. You will be their father yourself. Lord, let in the midst of this calamity, let them know you more. Show your hands strong in their family in the name of Jesus Christ. Show your hands strong in their family in the name of Jesus Christ. Bless them, have mercy upon them. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Lord, he has to be replaced. That's just a matter of life. Government goes on. We pray that the person that will re- replace him will be a good man, a good woman. Whether it's a man or a woman, the person will be good. It will be good for this country in the name of Jesus. Select that person yourself. Lord, the fellow may be abroad now, bring the fellow back home. The fellow may not be in politics now, bring him into the place. Whatever is necessary, Lord, do that we as a nation will be blessed. We pray, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we bless our country again. That goodness will fill this land. Amen. That goodness will fill this land. Amen. That goodness will fill this land. Amen. Father God, you know, people say, buy made in Nigeria. Lord, give us skill and, you know, the ability to make good made in Nigerian things. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Pour skill into our hands. Amen. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. This country is a good land. 
This country is a good land. No, we want to specially say thank you for the current, you know, dollar crisis, scarcity of dollar, importation expensive, because it's helping us to look inwards. He said, before I was afflicted, I went astray. But now I obey your word. Let's obey the word of productivity, Father, in the name of Jesus. Once again, we pray for our head of state. Give him health. Make him strong. All those who say he's an old man, Lord, let the office give him strength. Anoint him in that office to do good. Anoint him in that office to do good. Lord, I just like praying for the idea of police. Give him the wisdom to do good. The head of the armed forces, give them the wisdom to do good. Safety is our portion in this land in the name of Jesus. Safety is our portion in this land in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray today for everyone who has decided to invest in this land, especially these Christians who are your children. Isaac sowed in that land, and in the same year, he reaped a hundredfold. And the man became rich and continued to grow richer until he became very wealthy. Let this be their testimony in the name of Jesus. For everyone who took a naira, 10 naira, 50, 1,000, 1 million, 10 million, whatever it is, and said, let me invest it in this land. For everyone who is employing themselves or employing one other person or two more people, let this testimony come to their lives in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Pour water, Father, upon the, land, upon the seed that they have sowed in this land. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Father, let it be that everywhere that we, your children, gather to work, Excellence will be found in our hands in the name of Jesus. Amen. Your business will grow. Amen. I say your business will grow. Amen. I'm prophesying now your business will grow. Amen. God will open doors for you. Amen. Rise to your feet because after this we are closing. Just put out your hands like this. Just like a sign that you want to receive something. Empowerment in those hands. David said, God taught my hands to fight. He says, so that my hands can bend a bow made out of brass. He said, I can run through a troop. I can leap over a wall. Why? Because of divine ability. Receive divine ability now in the name of Jesus. Amen. If you are working for somebody, in the next few months, it will be a testimony that, ah, anytime we put something in this boy's hand or this girl's hand, this man's and this woman's hand, it works well. That will be your testimony in the name of Jesus. Amen. Right now, receive the spirit of excellence. That spirit, the type that was in Daniel, the type that was in Joseph, receive it now in the name of Jesus. Father, pour that upon your children here present in the name of Jesus Christ. Whatever you handle, you will handle it with skill. You will discover skill you did not even know before. I said at the beginning, Adam and Co. they learned how to smelt iron. They learned how to dig copper. They learned how to farm. Why? There were angels to teach them. An angel will teach you. Amen. The spirit of excellence that God put in Bezalel, it will be with you in the name of Jesus. Amen. If you make clothes, it will be fine. Amen. If you cook food, it will be tasty. Amen. If you raise children, they will be good. Amen. Listen, whatever you do, you will prosper in it. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Mediocrity is banned out of your life. Amen. 
Failure will not stay with you. I command that from now you will be uncomfortable with anything but excellence. In the name of Jesus Christ. I said from now you will be uncomfortable with anything but excellence. You will never tell your customer, just manage it. No, it will not happen to you again. In the name of Jesus Christ. God will through you show his glory. Through you will show forth his excellences. That's what you were called to do. He said you are a special people, a peculiar people, a holy nation. You have been called forth to show forth the excellencies. Use the new American standard. First Peter chapter 2 verse 9. He said you were called forth to show forth the excellencies of God. That will manifest in your life in the name of Jesus. In this land you will produce something and Europeans will want it. In this land you will produce something Americans will want it. In this land, you will produce something. The whole nation will want it. In the name of Jesus Christ. Wealth is not about having money. It's about blessing multitudes. You will bless multitudes in the name of Jesus. Any seed you sow in this land, God will pour water on it, and it will grow and multiply. It will bear fruit and increase. In the name of Jesus Christ. You know, they said, can anything good come out of Nazareth? They said to Nathaniel, come and see. You are the thing they will come to see. Amen. They said, can anything good come out of that country? Somebody will say, come and see. I want is you they want to come and see. Amen. They will come to your office and they will see. Amen. They will come to your house, they will see. Amen. They will come to your business, they will see. Amen. They will come and see your products and they will see. Amen. They will come and see your services and they will see. Amen. God will empower. How are you in the name of Jesus? Amen. Father, we give you thanks. This country is good. Amen. And it will be good for you. It will be good for your children. Amen. Don't run to go and give birth anywhere. Any picking you born for here, he will rule the world. Amen. She will rule the world. Amen. The knowledge of Cambridge, he will have it. Amen. In that school in Enugu here, they will know more than American children. Amen. Listen, it will come to pass that any country your child, your offspring wants to go in, they will count the privilege for him or her to come. Listen, it will happen to your descendants. Yes, you have them anywhere. If you like, give it all of them in Nigeria. In fact, you can go and give to them, give it to them in Ghana, in Cameroon, anywhere. Now, go to Haiti, burn them, doesn't matter. Once they are the seed of the righteous. It will happen that anywhere they want to go in life, excellence will speak for them ahead. The glory of God will be found in their lives in the name of Jesus Christ. Don't ever look to anybody in your friend say, Try to go abroad because you're looking at him with envy. Say, What's up? I told you it was offered to my wife on a platter of gold. Say, Forget it. I can't deny my husband. The chance to see his son for the first few weeks. Say no. I'm adding words now. He has to bless this child when he's born. And I go and hang where he can't see him. It was offered. I wouldn't have had to pay a cobble. No Listen, I live what I believe. I live what I believe. He said, Behold, I cause prosperity to flow towards you like a river, and the wealth of the nations like an overflowing stream. 
the functional world is that it flows towards. It is forbidden that I run looking for it. That will be your portion in the name of Jesus. Amen. For saying amen to this prayer, wealth will come to you in Jesus' name. Amen. You will get jobs you did not apply for. Amen. Men will keep jobs waiting for you when you travel. Amen. You say, no, we are not discussing this until he or she returns. Amen. That will be your testimony in Jesus' name. Amen. God will bless you. Amen. You are blessed already. Amen. You will not be average. Amen. I say you will not be average. Because of you, this land will be good. Amen. Even if God wanted to destroy the land, he will wait the next three generations. Because you have to be blessed in it. Your children must be blessed in it. And their own children too. Amen. And the other people can be praying for the subsequent generations. But the next three generations, this country is a good country. Amen. It will not break. Every, every doer who wants to cause war is the one that will be destroyed. Amen. But you, you will live in peace. In peace you will lie down and sleep. Amen. For the Lord alone will cause you to dwell in safety. Amen. Safety is your portion. Amen. Out of any good state, we ban every arm robber. Amen. We ban every kidnapper. Amen. We destroy you in the name of Jesus. Amen. This land is our own. We won't run because of you. If we leave our door open, you won't enter. Amen. The angel of God will surround us, deliver us from all troubles. This land will feel our effect. Amen. We are the salt of the earth. Amen. We are the light of the world. Enugu will declare you blessed. Buruburu, you are smart. Amen. You have good ideas. Amen. This state will develop under you. Amen. They say, ah, there's no money. No, you will have money. Amen. You will have wisdom. Amen. God will cause wealth to flow into this land. Amen. This will be the most beautiful city in this country. Amen. Our growth will not stop. Amen. We will continue to advance. Amen. You will live in a good house. Amen. And you will own a good one. Amen. Just give the Lord thanks. Say, Lord, I thank you. Say, just give the Lord thanks. Just give the Lord thanks. Say, Lord, I thank you. 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 Father God, we give you thanks. In the name of Jesus Christ. The other message, it, can, it will happen next week. This first half, it has taken most of the time. If we start the second one, I will leave at 8 o'clock. Let's just go home. All right, the Lord is good. I said the Lord is good. Father, we give you thanks for today. It's been a good day. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. As we depart from here, we're not departing for your presence, but your goodness and your mercy is following us all the days of our lives. And we'll dwell in the presence of the Lord forever and ever. Let's share the grace in fellowship. Because of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, surely we have passed out of death and we have passed into life. We have passed out of darkness into the light of Christ. We have passed out from under the curse into the blessing. All things have passed away in our lives. We are now filled with the Spirit of Christ. We live above sin and walk above the devil because we are seated high above with Christ. This is our season of fruitfulness and multiplication. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. One more time. This is my season of fruitfulness and multiplication. In the name of Jesus Christ. Bless somebody on your left and your right. This is your season of fruitfulness and multiplication. In the name of Jesus. One other person. All right, cherub brethren.